You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. All right. Hello, everybody. Jono here from the Course Creator Community Podcast. And I am super excited because we're about to do a podcast with a very, very, very special guest. Um, I made a post on the community Facebook group yesterday. I was like, hey, we're getting this person on to talk about this topic here. Uh, comment below if you're interested in that, something you would do. And we got something like 100 posts. You know, usually I post, I get six or seven likes if I'm lucky, you know. So to get 100 tells me that it's a, a very popular topic. So uh, let me, without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Miss Steph Lau, who teaches entrepreneurs how to pre-launch their program without an email list, a funnel, or a single video lesson. So, Steph, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much, Jono, for having me in your live and your podcast. Thank you very, very much. No, thank you. I'm excited to have you on. Um, Steph, I like to uh, start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up? Have you got one for us? Yes. My favorite quote is, the question is not about, are you worthy of your goals? The question is, are your goals worthy of you? So guys, I really want you to think big, like what are actual goals that really touch your soul that you really want to work on that? Don't think about like small goals because they're not going to excite you. Think about goals that it's super big and it is worthy of how big you are. Yes, love that. I'm a huge fan of that quote myself. I believe you've got another one as well, Steph. Did you want to share your second one too? Another one is, I actually put this on my um, screen, right? It's, you can have everything in life you want. If you will just help other people get what they want. Yes, love it. Tell me, what does that that mean to you, Steph? It means whatever you want to have in your life, you're going to help others to get first. If you want to stay happy, make other people happy. If you want to be wealthy, help other people to be wealthy. If you want to be in a relationship, help others to be in a relationship. That's simple. Like always give first, give first, and give first. Yes, so I'm a huge fan of that quote myself. In in both my every every industry I've ever been in, right? My first job was actually a personal trainer, fitness trainer. Wow. And I realized, okay, doesn't matter how good my sales and marketing is. If I can't help my clients get the result they want, I'm not going to have a successful business. But if I yes. can um, uh, help my clients get the results they want, that's the best business tool I can have. And then same in the online course space. If your course sucks and it's not going to help the person get the result, you're not going to be in the game for very long, right? But if yeah, you exactly. say, all right, cool, I'm going to put together a course that's going to give this person what they want, that's going to give me in return what I want. So I Correct. Yeah, 100% agree. Yeah. I love that. Well, hey, I think the best thing to do, Steph, is let's just have a, have a chat and, and see where it goes. So everyone listening to this is obviously a course creator. And I think the hook that, um, that made the, the Facebook post so popular was, a few, was mainly the audience thing, actually. So a lot of people listening to this are probably quite good at what they do. They're an expert at what they do. They, they may or may not have a course, but either way, they've got no freaking audience. So tell us a, a little bit about that. Let's speak to that person that um, just has absolutely no audience, but has knowledge, whether it's in a course yet or not. What do they, how can they make money? How can they sell their course? Yes, absolutely. I love answering this question because 
I've been helping a lot of my clients to save them a lot of time. I, I have been chatting with a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And most of them, especially those experts, right? They know they are very good in their own industry. So the number one thing that a lot of people are doing when they want to create a course, right? Is they actually shoot all the videos and create mm. the course and make the outline and like shoot everything and edit everything. And probably they are not good at video shooting or editing, right? So they, they are kind of stuck on step one because they'll think, oh, do I need to invest some really good gears? Um, I don't know how to do the editing. Um, I don't know what kind of platform do I need to use? Which tech platform? Uh, ClickFunnel, Teachable, uh, uh, Thinkific. Like, I don't know. Like there are billions of uh, platforms that people can use. And I'll tell them, hey, stop, 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 stop. I want to actually save you that hundred hours or more hundred weeks right hundred hours wouldn't be too bad for, for some course creators you know a lot of years you know months or yeah. years yeah hundred weeks that that's a good two years already like you've been thinking what to what to do or what to teach how to shoot how to edit it wow it can easily take up like hundred weeks as you mentioned so 100 hours is I actually make it smaller. So instead of doing that, that's why today we're on this topic, right? I want to talk about like how you can actually pre-sell your course, pre-launch your course, meaning, hey, go outside to the market and see if your topic is interested for people first and literally sell them the course outline before you actually shoot one single video lesson. The reason is because, think about, if you shoot everything, right? You think, oh, this is the perfect course ever. You shoot everything, you edit everything, you put everything onto the platform. Okay, you're now ready to start, ready to sell, right? And then you figure out, oh my God, like actually no one really wants to buy my program. Then you waste all your money and all your time and all your effort. And a lot of entrepreneurs, the biggest fear is that they're afraid of doing something that is such a waste. Mm -hmm. They're afraid of wasting their time, their money, their effort. And exactly if you are using this wrong method, you are definitely wasting all of your resources. That's why when I talk about like how you can actually pre-sell it, it simply means, hey, you don't need to have the product. You just need to have the idea. Sell the idea first. And if people buy into it, Okay, then I'll make the product. If I use another example, it's kind of like uh, kick, Kickstarter, right? So yeah, they, they, they just make very simple MVP. They just make, or even just an idea. And then, hey, I'm crowdfunding. I want to test, is there any interest on this product? And then you pay me first, and then I'm going to use the money to make the product, to make the program, and give it back to you. Yes, love it. Okay, so much good bits of information there. Let's even um, break it down a little bit because this might be a new concept to some people, you know? They're like, what is this woman talking about? How can I sell something I don't have? And, you know, how do I, how do I test it? So let's, let's spend a minute here. I'll summarize some key takeaways that I like that, that Steph's uh, mentioned there. The first one is time, right? Because here's the thing, it's, it's months. If, and actually, if you're watching live on Facebook, comment below 
and let us know how long did it take you to create your course or how long have you been creating your course for? For most people, it's, it's probably about a year, I would say, for most people. Some maybe a bit less, some maybe a bit more. And as Steph mentioned, you spend all this time on the platform, getting the technology, getting the editing. Maybe it looks really, really nice and your website, your landing page looks nice and your course looks nice. Then you put it out there and no one buys. You've wasted time and you've wasted money. And what's worse still from there, what I've found is a lot of course creators, because they've put in so much money and so much time, they don't eat, they're sort of committed. So they're like, okay, well, I've, even though this course sucks and no one wants to buy it, I've spent so much time and money. So I'm just going to keep hammering that, that, that away, even though nobody wants it. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. And a lot of times a course creator will think it's because of their sales and marketing. Oh, you know, it's just the same. I need help with sales and marketing. If your product isn't validated and nobody wants it, doesn't matter how good your sales and marketing is. If the market doesn't want it, the market doesn't want it. So I think that's a, a very valuable point there. And my favorite part about the pre-launch thing is even if you don't sell it, it doesn't even matter that much. Like, ideal, don't get me wrong. Ideally, yes, we want to set something up so we have a successful launch and make a whole heap of money. But let's say worst case scenario, right? You put it out to the market. You don't make any sales. Great. Imagine if you put in 100 weeks of work and didn't make any sales. Then that would suck. At least this way here, you haven't done any work. You've sent out a few emails and, you know, made a few, uh, maybe made a, one landing page and sent out a few few DMs like, okay, if it didn't work, let's go back to the drawing board. Why didn't it work? Let's figure it out. You've saved yourself heaps of money and time by not creating it first. So I, I love how you've, you've mentioned that. Um, yeah, no, because it's about like, you think it's a failure, right? Because you didn't sell. Actually, failure, it only means feedback. It is actually the market feedback that, hey, this is something that we don't want. Please, please pivot it and then we'll buy. So you need to really listen. Like, don't put yourself in the first place. Put your customers in the first place. The program, it's about people going to buy it, right? It's not, it's not you trying to push it. At the end of the day, business is all about your customers, right? They are the people who are going to pay for you. So you're going to listen to them it's not about listening to you like hey you're gonna listen to me i'm gonna create this course you're gonna buy it no no it doesn't work like that you're gonna listen to them what they want and you create the program that's it yes love that and it's it's funny you know because i'll speak to a lot of course creators and they'll be like oh i'm not too sure what i should do should i do this or should i do this you know what do you think Jono? and yeah i'll give my feedback but really i'm probably not the best your target market is the best person to ask don't don't exactly. find, think to yourself because yeah, a lot of and, and even asking me is probably a good step. A lot of course creators will just try and think by themselves. Oh, I don't know what my market wants, so I think they want this, so I'll do this. Just go out and freaking ask them. You know, hey, I'm thinking yes. of putting this together. What's better, this or this? The more research you can do on the the target market, the better. So I, I yeah. love that. And yeah, I love don't don't need to be don't need to be afraid of like rejection or mm. criticism. It does. It really doesn't matter because. Yeah, when you have a course name, just ask them, hey, I have this name and this name. Which one do you think you like more? Hey, I want to talk about this, this, this. Which idea do you like the most? Come on, like people love to, love to vote. People love to give their opinion. Like people mm -hmm. love talking. So let them talk. Let them talk and just sit back, listen. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, you tell me this? Okay, I'm going to shut it down. Oh, you, you like that one? Okay, awesome. You actually don't need to do any work. Just listen. 
it's actually so much easier. Instead of you like imagining, thinking, looking at that website, checking out that video. Hey, just ask them what they want. Oh, okay. One, two, three, four, five. Awesome. I'm going to give you this one, two, three, four, five. Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Love it. I'll, I'll get another question for you in a sec. Just yep. before we do, I want to piggyback a little bit of what you said about the, the failure. So my favorite quote is I never lose. I either win or I learn. It's those Absolutely. two things. Absolutely. Yes. You know, if I, if I do something and it sells well, awesome. I've won. If I do something and it doesn't sell well, great. It's a good learning experience for me. You know, I don't, I've actually removed the word failure from my vocabulary. I've got a dictionary back there. I've, I've cut it out and just replaced it with learning experience. So, yes. I, and I love learning, you know, so it just makes it so much easier. Any situation. So, okay, did I win or did I learn? Either way, it's a good outcome. So I absolutely, I love, yes, yes, yes. I love that. Now I want to um, ask you a question here, Steph. So uh, I'm a huge fan of market research. And I think a lot of course creators half understand it. But their market research might be like, all right, let me jump on Google and search keywords and let me, you know, um, jump on YouTube and, and search some videos and let me go on Udemy and see what the other courses are. Um, you've mentioned a few times, hey, you know, just go out and ask your, your target person. How do you do that? If someone's like, well, that's all well and good, Steph, but hey, I, I don't know any people in my target market. You know, what do I, um, how do I find these people? How do I ask them? What do I ask them? What can you tell me about that? Awesome. So how about, before answering this question, maybe I talk about like actually how do you launch a whole program okay. because that absolutely includes, what one part of it is definitely doing the market research, right? So I actually created a very simple formula. It's called A, B, C, D, E formula. So five mm -hmm. steps. A means you're doing the alpha research. B means beta coaching. Mm -hmm. C means cash out. D means digitalize. And E means evergreen. Okay. So step one, A, alpha research, right? First of all, um, you're going to, the very simple way it's think about like around you, have you ever helped someone with your expertise or with your advice before? I'm pretty sure like if you want to teach something, probably someone has mentioned or thank you before that. Hey, thank you for your advice on, a particular topic, let's say someone is um, it's having relationship problem and then you did help them to, to solve this issue and then people thank you and then you start thinking, oh, maybe I'm pretty good at relationship. Maybe you didn't really know about it. So just from outside world, think about have, ever, have people ever thank you for some sort of advice mm. or we can think about have you ever done something that you feel so easy or so effortlessly that you may think, oh, maybe also other people are doing the same thing, but actually it is not. Yesterday I was chatting with a, with a friend of mine and she's really good in connecting people. Her friends is all around the world. 
And then she thinks, oh, maybe everybody is really good at building relationships. And I say, no, a lot of people, they, they have only very few relationships. And I was just inspiring her. Hey, maybe that could be a topic that you can teach. A lot of people will want to learn from you. So alpha research is very important. And have you ever helped someone around you with your expertise? Maybe just a chit chat, right? Maybe she could just give me a few tips and that's, that's very good already. So that's alpha research. And second, we're going to do beta coaching, right? So what it means is, so after you do all the research, you're going to ask people, right? Um, what, what are they struggling right now? What do they, what, what is the number one goal? What, what do they want to ultimately get, right? Because whatever program, it doesn't have to be a program. Maybe you're just buying one product. Maybe let's just talk about um, a vacuum cleaner. You're selling a vacuum cleaner, like very product product. Hey, people think, oh, um, my room is so dirty, like dust everywhere and I try to sweep it, but then it's very difficult and it took me a lot of time. And your goal is very simple. I just want to make my house very clean, quickly and easily. Then you think about what are the ways you can help them to get from point A to point B. It's like a transformation. Mm. It's selling a product, selling a service, selling an online course, selling anything. It's the same. It's you help people to solve the problem so that they get to the desire, the destination that they want. So I always think about it is a transformation. So from the survey, you need to understand what, what are the biggest struggles? What do they want? What, what do they want to achieve? And what are the struggles? What are the roadblocks? What is stopping them? And because of your program, you guide them to the end goal. It's like those people, your client, it's, it's driving the car but they are missing the GPS. Mm -hmm. You are the GPS. They need to know where they are now. They need to know where they want to go. And you being the GPS, help them to direct them. Hey, turn right. Oh, stop there. And then you're going to turn left. You are the GPS to tell them. So you cannot just create the GPS, right? Before you know where they want to go and where they are right now. So what I talk about, um, market research it's mainly mainly about these two things and you're gonna think about listen to them like what do they want to learn so you create that gps the turn left the turn right and then go straight stop turn left again then you craft those action steps those milestones to help people to get to their destination Awesome. I love it. Okay. Should we stop and um, summarize these a bit or should we power through the CDE? What's best for you, Steph? Please summarize first. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Cool. Cool. So the first step, the alpha research, that's just where we're speaking to as many people as we can. And we're essentially finding out what we want, uh, what our ideal person wants in our course. That's what we want there. Right. Uh, and the questions we're essentially going for is, Hey, what do you want? Right. If I could, if I could wait, there's a few ways, um, you know, uh, different people like to refer to it, but a common one is the magic wand, you know, Hey, what's your biggest problem right now? Where if I had a magic wand, I could just wave it and I could yes. fix it. Right. Or, you know, Hey, what's your goal? What's your goal right now, Steph? Cool. That's your goal. Why haven't you not, why have you not achieved that goal? 
What's the biggest thing that's stopping you from achieving that goal there? Oh, well, hey, I actually don't know. Cool. That's the, the data we want, which is what's going to sell. We want to know exactly where that person is, exactly what's um, stopping them from getting to their goal. And then our course is that bridge, which is like, hey, you're here. You want to get to here. My course is the bridge that helps you get it there, right? And we do this. Like this isn't even like, because this can almost sound like a bit of a sales call, right? It is in a way, you know, if you were doing sales calls, it's essentially what you do, but we're doing this before we've even created the course. So yes. it's like, great. Let's get all this, this data in there now. And I'll, I'll piggyback off, off a little, um, a few ways I like to do it as well. So uh, I'm a big social media fan, right? So I'm like, these days on, on social media, actually, let's even go further. Like whatever it is that you want to sell, or whatever the audience is that you're targeting, there's going to be a place on social media where they hang around, right? There's either yes. going to be an Instagram influencer that everyone follows or a YouTuber that everyone follows or a Facebook group where everyone is in or a podcast that this person talks about, right? Whatever it is, there's, there's going to be someone out there that already serves your audience, right? And if there's not, is it really a market for it, right? So, exactly. Don't try to be the first one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe if you're Richard Branson or Elon Musk, okay, then maybe you can be the first person to, to do that sort of stuff. But, you know, if you're an entrepreneur trying to, trying to bootstrap, you know, try and find something that's, um, there's already an audience there, right? And if there's an audience, you just got to find your way to work yourself in, you know, and there's, there's many different ways. Not, I don't want to spend too much time in here, but just, you know, most, or a lot of Facebook groups have a day where you can promote. You know, hey, every Friday is promo Friday or every Monday is marketing Monday. Great. Join a few of these Facebook groups and, you know, make a post every every promo thing with some, hey, you know, does anyone want uh, or many different ways to do it? But, you know, hey, I'm putting together a new course. Anyone got 10 minutes where I can ask you some ideas or, you know, hey, guys, look, does anyone want a free copy of uh, does anyone want to do some market validation for me in return? I'll give you a free 20 minute consult or a free mini course or whatever it may be. Right. Or if it's Instagram, great. Go and see who the influencer is. Go and DM a few of their followers. You know, hey, what's happening? I'm thinking of putting together a course. You've got a few minutes, yada, yada, yada. Like you're limited by your creativity, right? In terms yes. of finding these people, like you're limited by your creativity. Just think, right, you know, where does my audience hang out? Where can I find it? Is it a Facebook group? Is it YouTube, podcast, Instagram? And they're there. Whatever it is you teach, they're there. It's just a matter of, you know, your, your creativity. Then we want to ask those um, those questions, right? We want to see what does this person want, right? What's the transformation? And I love how you mentioned transformation there, Steph, because a lot of people will think of um, courses as info products. And here's the oh, thing. In yes. Info these days is like the cheapest commodity in the world. I'm pretty sure I could Google 99% of anything anyone knows if I really wanted to. I could jump on Google or YouTube and, and find the answer. So the information is not the valuable thing. The transformation is the valuable thing. I'm not paying for info. I can get that on Google if I want. I want the, the transformation. You know, how can you show me the shortest way to get from here to here and get the result? So that's essentially what we're doing in, in market research. And then if I was to summarize it, the major thing we're doing in our market research is creating the sales page, right? That's pretty much it. It's like, how can we get as much data as possible so we can create the perfect sales page to, um, to, sell, to sell back to these same people, essentially? The whole goal is, all right, right, you know, how can I speak to these people here? Create the perfect sales page, which is going to make them purchase, essentially, which will then bring us on to the, the beta coaching. Now, 
I love beta coaching because it's similar back to my fitness days, right? When I was running a fitness boot camp, you'd sign up for a 12-week boot camp. It's, it, what it, it's what it was. You'd pay every week for 12 weeks to attend my session that week. It's, it's a boot. Like that's, for me, that's sort of how life works, you know? Whereas I think for a lot of online course creators, this is where there can be a lot of confusion. They sort of think, hey, you know, I've got to create the course first and then sell it. And then they might feel a little bit funny about selling air or, you know, selling something that's not there. But that's the way I like to look at it. It's no different to a boot camp. I'm sure everyone here has signed up for a fitness boot camp or a, or a gym membership or not even Spanish classes or salsa classes, whatever it is, where it's like you pay a set, either you pay at the start or you pay every week for 10 weeks or whatever. And you go through a, a term of learning something. That's essentially what we're doing in the beta coaching, right? It's not okay, great, I've got some money now, let me quickly put it together. It's like, all right, cool. You know, hey, what you're paying for is my four-week program or my five-week program or, or whatever it is. And, you know, we meet once a week on Zoom or, or maybe it's even a weekend boot, a boot camp, right? Maybe it's like, hey, you know, it's, it's X amount of dollars and, you know, in four weeks' time or whatever from, it's a Tony Robbins thing, you know, he's in Australia at the moment doing his virtual thing. It's, you know, 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. Monday, Sunday and Saturday, you know, um, that's essentially what the beta part is, right? Yeah. So let me also add on top of that, that beta coaching. A lot of people, they think when I do beta coaching, does it mean I'm going to charge free? No. The answer is no, mm. because I, I've been in business for three years. And I, one thing that I learned, like very, very important thing is the less you're charging, the mm. less committed people are. It's, yes. it's crazy. When you try to give something to people for free, they just don't treasure it. They don't even appreciate your effort. Yeah. And because when we're doing beta coaching, there are two main things we want to get from there. No, three things. Number one, to really test if your program works and you actually try to teach people. Mm -hmm. See if people actually understand. And number two, it's you get a feedback, right? Mm -hmm. um, you, you understand what, what questions they actually ask. You think you teach pretty well, but actually they have some questions to ask, definitely. And then... From there, you can refine your offer, right? You, you can, oh, include that part. Oh, I didn't think about actually people will ask this question. So you're gonna include these in your next round of teaching. And number three, it's you wanna get results for them and you wanna get testimonials from them mm -hmm. so that you can sell it better in the next round or you, I would say like the actual launch, right? So it is super important when you're doing beta coaching, you teach people live. Mm -hmm. Super important, teach people live. So that first of all, you're gonna practice if people understand what you're talking about. And then they have a chance to uh, ask questions. And next, you're gonna be working with this small bunch of people very closely to make sure they get results. Because if, you, if, if you're teaching people live and you still can't get results, I'm pretty sure if you're doing a static online course, people it's so much more difficult to get results, right? Because now you're like, you're like, motivating them you're connecting with them every single day so you want to make sure that hey like do the work do the work do the work and then you get results right so that is what i call beta coaching and then c it's called cash out right so can i piggyback on that a sec because i was going to add yes. there's something that i really like about yes um teaching live the first time as well everything steph mentioned it's a better experience for for the students i think it's a better experience for the teacher as well especially if you're starting off but actually anytime like if you said to me now, Steph, hey, Jono, I want you to put together a, a five-hour course, right? 
and I've got the choice to either do it on my own on the weekend with a PowerPoint and no one in front of me and presenting to imaginary people. That's boring for me. But if you said, hey, I've got a bunch of people and you're going to teach them, even if they were their life for those five hours, or you're going to teach them every week for the next five weeks, that's more exciting for me as the teacher, because there's Absolutely. actually people there that I'm teaching to. I'm not just sitting down in my PowerPoint and, and doing it in front of nobody. And then also usually, not saying we have to do this, but um, a lot of the time, the first time you do the course, you're probably not going to be happy with it anyway. And you have to do some changes here and there. So that's yeah. why I like this version as well. So it's like, let me get the minimum viable product out there. Let me get it out there. Cool. I record it. Hey, it's probably good enough. Great. I'm going to keep it there. Or if for whatever reason, cool, one thing wasn't good enough. Great. I'll go back and, and fix it later down the track. Right. But at least yes. you're doing it now before you haven't created it. Because if you put all that effort into it at the start and then you have to redo it again anyway, it's just so much there. So just wanted to add that. But sorry, continue on. Oh, yes. no. Sorry, I That's to... super awesome. Yep. Yes. I wanted to also um, piggyback off the paid side of things as well. The reason mm. why I think it should be paid is because that's the true validation of your course, right? Mm, mm. That's my opinion. You, even though all the questioning is good and all the asking we said before, really, your course isn't validated until someone gives you their credit card details. Yes, I, absolutely. The amount of times I've spoken to someone, they're like, yes, I'm going to do your course 100%. I'm just going to sign up tomorrow. <laughs> they never end up signing up, you know? So yeah. just because someone says they are interested until they hand over that credit card, like there's no proof. That's why I think it should be sold because that's your true validate. It doesn't have to be the same price. I recommend doing it a bit cheaper the first time, just my take. Yeah. Um, but at least you've got to charge something, right? Because if you do it for free, yeah, you may get people in, they may like it, but unless they paid for it, you don't know if there's the market there. So yes, yeah, just wanted to add that. Sorry, continue. Yes, We're up to yes. C. that's super important. Yeah, so C is actually cash out, right? So after you do the beta coaching, you probably get, you probably learn so much and you probably have some pretty good testimonials, right? Then part C cash out means now you're actually doing a better launch, right? Like a real launch and you're going to charge back to your normal price and because now you have more testimonials. So you already proven this system works. People can get results. So now you can perfectly do the launch and you're going to make pretty good cash, right? You, in this stage, again, you can decide whether you want to teach live or not. I would still recommend to teach live and you record everything because when you move on to D, which is digitalized, meaning you, you just cut the part from the recording that you teach live and you can cut, 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 and put all these videos onto now. We talk about the platform, but that's only on stage D, which is the fourth stage. Now you put all the videos into whatever platform. It truly doesn't really matter to me, right? And then you just put all these videos into that platform, digitalize it. So whenever people, um, so next time when you are selling this, people can instantly get access to it because you've recorded the whole program already. You just give them the username and the password, then they can instantly log in. They can instantly learn from you, right? And then stage E will be creating an evergreen funnel. Now this is like you, now you shoot your masterclass or you use sales page, webinars, whatever, 
free free gifts, whatever, and then you drive people like automatically drive people to the other page, and then they buy it, they instantly get access. But, but you need you need stage A to stage D to make sure every step works to build up the pipeline so that in stage E you can make everything automated. And probably you're just running some ads and drive people along the funnel. But again, like sales funnel, which platform to use, this is not important at all. Just do the basic, the core thing is what value are you giving to people? And, And literally actually think about this. If you're trying to make like a very perfect sales page, right? You put the, uh, the timer, uh, you put things pop up here, pop up there, whatever. And if people buy it, that's perfect, right? But you don't know what is the actual, actual thing that people buy. Like when, let, let's say it like that. If you are a wrestler, right? And then you go on a competition. So when people are doing the training, they usually make the training more difficult. They put all the, the weights there so that they're in the worst scenario worst situation ever and then if they can still do all the punching and all the the core training when they literally get into the arena it's so much easier for them Mm -hmm. that's why i would definitely recommend when you're creating a sales page or whatever try to remove all those effects if it sells it truly means it sells then when you add up the timer you add what the pop-up everything here and there and all the colors and all the buttons then it will optimize it better but you need to know the core, core, core thing. Does it work? Just make it white background, black words. Just use the very bare minimum to test your idea first. Then this is the true validation. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yes, love it. Okay, let me summarize some of that. So let's, I might summarize C and D, uh, yeah. and then we can, we can probably expand a bit on E. So let me just make sure I've got my head around this. So, and we'll even do a summary from it all. So the A is the alpha. We do all our research, do all our um, calls, send out our surveys, you know, get as much information as we can there. Then we do like a beta launch, which is essentially cool. Now we've got our info. Let's, these people that we've already spoken to and said that they want this thing, let's sell them back this thing, right? Great. We do our beta. We get some results. You know, we get some testimonials. We we know how to teach a bit better. So then at cash out, now we do a bigger launch, right? Because we can, we've got more things at our disposal. Hey, he's Steph who did my course and got 20 clients or, you know, yeah. he's um, Matt who did my course and no longer has an eating disorder or whatever it is that, that you teach, yeah. right? It's like, cool, we, we do that, uh, a bigger launch there, but we still do it live. So it's like yeah. the beta one is live, the cash out is live as well. And the reason we're doing that live is because now we know a bit more. The beta was like a test. We didn't know what the, what we're doing in the beta, right? We do yeah. the beta as a test. 
The next one we do live as well. So we learned from our beta and what we're doing in the cash out one is we're essentially, uh, now we know what people want. So we're recording all of this. So we're going to use in the digitalized step. Is that what's seen? Yes. Did I get that right? Yes, yes, yes. Cool. Awesome. And then when we get to D, it's like, all right, cool. I've got all this content now. How am I going to deliver it? And it's only then that we're like, all right, should I jump on Thinkific or should I jump on Teachable or ClickFunnels or, or whatever it may be? And as Steph said, it doesn't really make a difference. And I'll speak from experience. I've used all of them. Over the years, I've used um, LearnDash, I've used ClickFunnels, I've used eBooks, I've used Teachable, I've used Thinkific, I've used MemberPress, I've used New Zendler and um, I, can go wow. on any, <laughs> I can go on any platform now and I'm just like, all right, cool. What platform is it? Cool. Here's how you set it up. Here's how you put the videos on there. Like it doesn't really matter. That's the, the least of your, your worries, right? Yeah. So, you can even don't have any sales funnel. I mean, I have used the cheapest way, which is $0. Yes. It's, you, you just use Wix yep. and you don't even pay for the yep. monthly subscription. So yep. you yep. get a whatever link, right? It doesn't yep. matter. Yep. And then you set like a restriction, you set like a membership site. And if you got any ways you can get clients, it doesn't matter. Just mm. get clients on the street, get clients in a shop, in, in friends referral, doesn't matter. As long as you get the money, you just give them the link mm. and the access. That's already a sale. You don't need to spend your time creating that sales funnel because oh. it truly takes a lot of time. Agree. I'll, um, I'll piggyback off that a little bit. I'll tell you about my first course, Steph. Now, my first course was maybe 2014, right? Mm. Um, ClickFunnels didn't even exist, I don't think, right? Yeah. So my first course, and I was a fitness trainer at the time, right? Yeah. And I was, had a successful fitness business. So I was like, look, I just want to do a course as a bit of a side thing. I don't want to put too much effort into it because I've already got this business here. It's just going to be a side thing for me, right? Uh, and that's why I did it online. I'm like, I don't want to give up my Sunday and teach every Sunday, you know? So, yes. but I had no idea about technology and any, any of this sort of stuff. And I'll, but I knew I had the idea, right? And then I was on probably some social media platform and I, I um, purchased an ebook. And I was like, hold on, this is just a Microsoft Word document saved as a PDF. I'm like, I suck at technology, but I know how to open Microsoft Word and type up a document, you know? So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll put together an ebook. So I put together a, an ebook. It was like an 80 page ebook back in, back in mm. those days there. Um, and I was like, you know what? I need some sort of videos in here though. You know, I'm like, look, I do fitness. There's only so much I can explain. I need some yes. sort of, of video. So I was like, you know what? There's, a, there's this, there's this uh, platform called YouTube that allows you to put videos on there for free. And if you put them unlisted, nobody can see them unless yes. you've got the link. So I was yes. like, you know what? I'm going to take some videos and I'm just going to strategically put them in this, this Microsoft Word document here at certain points. And then I looked at the Microsoft Word document. I'm like, ah, it's okay, but it just looks like a Microsoft Word document, you know? Maybe I'll put some, some, um, some borders and some colors and that sort of thing on there. And I did that for about 10 minutes, but then I was like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm stuffing it up. So I just went on um, Fiverr and there was someone that does a professionally edited ebook for five bucks. So I paid that person five bucks. They put some borders, made it look pretty, whatever it may be. That was my first course. And I used to sell that for $200, right? I spent $5 on production value. It was a Microsoft Word document. It was unlisted YouTube videos. Uh, $5 from someone on Viber making it Viber making it look pretty. Saved as a PDF. 
that was a $200 ebook. And I was nervous at the start, you know, selling it. But then I got the feedback, which was like, this is awesome. You know, this covers every single thing we need to know. We can run the best boot camp ever. And then I was like, hold on. And I'm sure this had spelling mistakes through it and all that as well. But I was like, hold on. A lot of that stuff doesn't really matter as long as it gets that person that end result, which my course was teaching them how to run a boot camp. So just wanted to add that in there where it's like, hey, if you're worried about how good your videos look or, and the, and the videos were all taken on my phone as well. Right. So yeah. it was like, yeah. You know, so you even do the cheaper way. You basically just sent, you shoot every video on YouTube and you just send a list of links to people. Pretty much. That's, That's pretty, much what, pretty much what I did. And <laughs> I even, like, even if I was, I think you could probably still get away with that today. You might want to use Google drive though. I think that would probably be better today. Even if you just did that, you recorded your videos there was a folder on Dropbox or Google Drive that you just shared with everyone where it was week one, week two, week three, week four, week five, week six. I think that would still work. You know, you could, yes. pay, could charge yes. my, get a PayPal link. Hey, you know, just pay via my PayPal. Then I'll give you access to the Google Drive. Look, it's not perfect, but it would work. But also, I guess the argument to that, half these platforms have free versions anyway. You can jump on Thinkific now and have a free version. You can jump on Newsendler and have a free version. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's so easy to... Um, to do that there. So yes, love that there. I think that, and I guess my, my message there would be don't sweat over the digitalization phase, right? Just pick one and go, you know, okay, great. I'm going to use this one. Cool. It's good enough. There's probably hundreds of thousands of people that are already using it. It's good enough for, for what I need for my course. I'll go. Um, then the evergreen. Okay. So let's spend a minute here. So let me think of how to explain it. Sorry. Cool. So the first few stages are basically launches, right? where it's mm -hmm. the beta stage and the cash out stage are essentially, hey, I've got this new thing. It's starting on this date here. Do it. Don't miss out, you know? And that's really good for the urgency side of things, really good to, to get people in. However, that can get exhausting if that's what we're doing. You know, every month we got to, or every couple of months we got to launch and then um, we got to put all this effort in there and then we need to close it off so we can only make money. We need to turn down money, you know, if it's not open. Who the hell likes doing that, Right. So that's why we evergreen it. Is, is that the purpose of evergreen? So it's like, great, yes, we've yes. got different funnels in place. So, you know, someone searching on Google and yeah, we'll, we'll speak about this in a sec, but I guess the philosophy behind it is all right. Someone's searching on Google, they type it in, you know, my website comes up, they watch a video, they buy there. Or, you know, someone adds me as a friend on Facebook, they click on the link to go to my um, Facebook profile, they see a link in my profile to watch a webinar, they watch that, they buy at the end. So that way we've got sales coming in, even if we're not there launching. Is, is that the evergreen purpose? Yes, yes, exactly. It's like, you don't want to get inside the system, right? You want the system to run by itself. It's like, it's like two people, they are in the same island and they need to get water. Person, both of them are very hardworking. Person A, he takes three buckets and go to the ocean and get water every day, every day. He, he got a lot of water. The other person also worked very hard. He's working very hard building all the water pipes. Mm -hmm. He's also very hard working. But then after three months, one year, the pipe is done. Then he doesn't need to work anymore because the water will just come in. But of course, at the beginning, you're going to learn, you're going to try and error. Maybe the first three months, you, you, you're not getting enough water. You're thirsty. But it's okay because you know that in the long run, you're going to win against other people because they are using their time in exchange for money. But because at the beginning, you build up that foundation. So now you don't need to 
for that much and you already get the time freedom, you got the, the, the financial freedom. Yeah. Yes, love it. And if I was to, to piggyback off that as well, I think it's an important point because a lot of course creators will spend a whole heap of time selling their course. And to be honest, that's not even too bad. It's better than just creating the course, right? At least you're spending yeah. your time selling it. So it's, it's better. And I think everyone needs to do that at the start. It's very hard to, to evergreen something until you've, you've sold a few of them already, right? Uh, yes. But in saying that, as you're, as you're actively selling it, you know, as you're going on there and you're, you know, um, doing your phone calls or your Zoom calls or your Facebook posts or your emails or your, you know, whatever it may be, still do that stuff. My opinion, that stuff's good. Um, but also think, okay, what are some more leveraged ways? You know, maybe instead of me doing a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call to sell my course with 100 people, maybe I can run a webinar and get 100 people in that run webinar and run it there. Then maybe I can get that, that webinar on Evergreen. So it's not, hey, register and, you know, watch it in a week's time or whatever. It's watch it, purchase there. So I, um, I love that there. Now, Seth, I want to be sensitive on, um, on your time. So there's a few questions I'd just like to uh, finish up with. Are you cool if I ask you those questions? Yes, please. Awesome. All right, cool. Now, I'm curious. This will be an interesting question. I ask it to every guest, right? Now, you've touched on it in a different way to most guests, right? The question is essentially, what course platform do you use or what course platform do you recommend? Now, I know you've, you've mentioned many times, hey, it doesn't freaking matter. Just pick one and do it. Um, but on the flip side of that, do you use one for your course or do you have a preferred one? Yeah. Personally, I really like ClickFunnels because I think a lot of course creators should, it's not just focusing on about the user experience of, of yeah, for, for your clients, right? I think as a course creator, you need to do a lot of marketing and selling as well. So for me, I think ClickFunnels works the best for me because when I'm actually building a funnel, I can see at each stage um, what is the conversion rate, mm. right? And also in ClickFunnels, they have a membership site as well. And I found it very useful in already. So I really like ClickFunnels. Um, and also I'm a bit lazy and I don't want to spend much time comparing different platforms, right? So like just now you mentioned tens of them, actually quite a lot of them, I've never heard of it. Yeah, actually, because every one year or every few months, there's a new platform coming up. So yeah. I, I, and my job is not to compare which platform is the best and uh, keep on changing, right? So right now I'm sticking with ClickFunnels and I'm happy with that. Yes, love it. I'm a fan as well. I, I still use ClickFunnels for my marketing. So I mm. don't host my courses on there, um, but for marketing, hands down, it's a good freaking platform. So yeah. yes, I'm, and I'm a huge Russell Brunson fan. I read all his books. I listen to what he tells me to do. So yes, I, I'm a huge ClickFunnels fan myself. I saw him live in um, Nashville, Tennessee, last year that's where i got this shirt i don't know if you can see it that's the click funnel shirt nice. yeah i went to funnel hackers live in, in nashville tennessee which was cool um okay cool so steph you're obviously a mentor out there for plenty of entrepreneurs plenty of online course creators my question here you can answer it a few different ways but the question is essentially who have your mentors been now you can answer this whether it's someone you've invested in and paid personally whether it's someone you follow on social media and you recommend everyone else should follow, whether it's a certain book you've read and you recommend everyone else should read that book. What can you tell us about mentors? Oh, I definitely love ClickFunnels. I have all the books. 
uh, uh, what .com secret, expert secret, traffic secret. They're all just behind me here. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like them. Um, some other Asians, uh, mentors that I've been following, one is uh, Peng Jun, one is oh, Brian yes. Cha. Probably, prob- yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to cover <laughs> people from around the world. So we got Peng Jun from Malaysia, we got Brian Cha from Hong Kong, I got um, Russell Brunson from the States. Um, yeah, pretty much them. And uh, yeah, I also read Dan Henry's content. Yeah, that's awesome. about it. Love it. Yes. So I'm, um, I'll give those books a plug. I really think, especially, uh, which one expert secrets, right. Is essentially a course on how to create and sell your course. Like I feel that's what that book is. You know, it's, it's literally, you want to sell your knowledge in a course like expert secrets. If you read that book and just follow what's in that book, you'll be wildly successful. And it's funny, you know, like I feel like you touched on this earlier. I feel like a lot of people don't value that book because he usually gives it away for free with seven bucks shipping or, or whatever. He's got his own strategies. You know, Russell yes, Brunson yes, does that yes. for a particular reason because he's going to sell you something else for the rest of your life. Um, but I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily value that book. I feel like you could charge $5,000 for that book. Russell Brunson could charge $5,000. And if you implement what's in that book, you'll make that back no dramas. But because it's free plus shipping, I think a lot of people look over it. And then same thing with traffic secrets. If you have a traffic problem, just read that book and you will no longer have a traffic problem. Same thing again. Like I've paid $5,000 for courses that aren't half as good as just these $7 books that that Russell Brunson sells. So I strongly recommend those. Now, someone's watching this, someone's listening this. They're like, all right, this woman is cool. I want to follow her. I want to learn from her. What, what should we do? Where's the, the best place to follow you? Have you got any programs coming up? What, what can you tell us there? All right. So actually, I'm preparing for a new program. It is called the Course Creation Champion. And it's now making off. The, 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 yeah, it's, it's not ready yet because I want to give the best of the best to you guys. So right now, if you are kind of interested in how you can actually pre-sell your course, right? I'm going to break it into seven different modules. There are over 35 videos, if I remember correctly. So we're going to talk about like, what is your expertise? How do you test the market? How you do market research? How you actually build your community? um, How you sell it? How you do webinars? How you actually do the beta coaching? How you refine it? How you create your evergreen funnel? It's exactly the flow that I talk about. But of course, in a very detailed way. So if you are interested, I would love you to, right now, it's not, I I cannot sell you anything. (laughs) It's not ready. But I'm very happy if you can drop in the comment section wait list so that, and you can, uh, yeah, just just drop wait list so I can contact you and and I can like offer you a very cool gift. It's we can actually sit down and have like a 30 minute game plan strategy session where I can like help you with, with your business, I can tell you like if, what, what you're struggling with. Actually, there are so many solutions that I can, that we can overcome. So um, the only thing I can give you, and thank you so much. If you are watching this uh, video live or recording or podcast, just stay tuned now. Uh, I would love to give you this little gift, right? Which is you just type in waitlist 
and I'm happy to reach out to you. We can have a chat, like a 30 minute game plan session. Awesome. So if you're watching live on Facebook, comment waitlist down below. If you're listening on the replay or if you're sorry, if you're listening on um, the podcast version, what I'll do is I'll put step some of your social media links in the, the show notes. And then if you're listening on the podcast, just send Steph a DM and just say waitlist or heard you on Jono's podcast or whatever it may be. Uh, if you're if Steph hasn't launched yet, hey, you may be able to go in there and do the waitlist. Or, you know, you might be listening to this six, 12 months down the track. I'm sure Steph's going to have something going. So you're happy if people connect with you, right, Steph? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And I'll tag you in this Facebook post as well. So anyone watching, listening can, can add you as a friend there. Um, Steph, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't? Or is there anything you want to finish us off with? Um, to finish off with... I would say don't be afraid of selling because mm. selling is surfing. Think about, it's very important, right? Because when you are teaching someone anything, you believe you have good system, right? Because at least it's going to work for you. Mm. And then it's going to work for other people. That's why you want to promote that thing. You, you want to save people's time. You want to help people to make more money. You want to help people to solve their problems, right? And you know it works. You know your shit works. So the only way that you can help more people with your system, your formula, it's you're going to sell it. Don't think that selling is bad. If you are selling the thing to the wrong person, you are bad. That's called hard sell. Yeah. That's called hard sell. Because, hey, like, let's say I'm, I'm in a really good relationship and you keep on selling me that relationship program. Of course, I, I was like, like, go away. I don't need that because mm -hmm. I don't have this problem. But if I have serious relationship problem and you actually have this program coming to me, I don't think you're a hard sell. I actually mm -hmm. want to say like, thank God. Thank you for coming into my life. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being here and help me to solve this problem. I would love to pay you to solve that problem for me. So the key thing is if you're talking to the right audience, if you're talking to the right person, Think about you are actually a gift to them. They will appreciate you so much. So you're going to talk to this person. You're going to, don't use the word sell if you don't like. Share, share your formula, share your secret, share your framework with people. In return, um, they're going to pay for you because that's valuable, right? And only people who pay you are serious. So go ahead, share your thing to the world. Share your voice, share your gift to the world. That's my last word. Wow, love it. Well, you know what? I'm going to piggyback off that because I just love that so much. So me, I love selling, right? I really, really love selling. And not because I like money. I do like money, don't get me wrong. Um, but I like selling because I like helping other people, right? So when I sell, let's say I was selling something to Steph, I really want to sell step, step that thing, not for me. I couldn't care. It doesn't make a difference to my life whether I sell in my program or not. I'm just going to sell the next one tomorrow anyway. It doesn't matter, right? But I know that that can change her life. That's why I'm going to call her. That's why I'm going to follow her up. That's why, you know, I'm going to handle her objections. Not for me and my paycheck. That will come anyway, right? It's because I really, really want to help her. And I know that if she, the small investment she made on my program, she can make 10 times that amount back, probably more throughout her whole life maybe 10 times back that year, you know, throughout her whole life should make way more than that back. 
if she hands over, if, if she does my program. That's why I sell, not for me, for the other person. And Absolutely. another thing I was going to say as well on that, was I going to go? Yeah, and as Steph said, you know, only people that hand over their money are the serious ones. Because I guess the other way to think about it, you might be like, oh, I'll help this person out for free or I'll give my, that program for free. Don't do that because they don't value it, right? It's like, and if you want to see what people value, it's simple. Just see, uh, check their credit card bill and check their calendar. That's what you can see what, what they value there. By you giving them your program for free, they're probably not going to do it. And I learned this in the fitness world as well. Whenever I'll give someone a free boot camp session, they'd never even freaking come, right? Yeah. But if someone paid for that session, they'd never miss it, right? That's so, called commitment. Exactly. So that's a way to look at it from the money side of things. It's like, hey, like sell because you want to help that person. That's why you're doing it, not because of you. And the reason it's got to be monetary is because if they don't hand over their credit card details, they're not going to do it. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Well, let's end the podcast there. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.